Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm just shooting slices of myself in all directions. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And, uh, Rem, I'm just gonna say this to the world, to the public as a whole. Uh, Mad Libs do not make for good podcasting content. Uh, <laughs> That is my official stance, and for those of uh, out there who are not members of our Patreon, who are wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, uh, you don't need just to trust, be. You don't need to be. Just I just want to make sure that my opinion is clear and forthright in the world as we know it. Uh, it didn't work for the McElroys. Uh, well, it worked for one of the McElroys. Poor, Travis had a lot of fun with it, uh, but everybody who has to participate in it is usually much sadder. Uh, but that. Random opinion aside, Remington, uh, how have you been since last week? I, I've been pretty, pretty decent. I mean, January was uh, a pretty decent month for us, for the podcast, you know. Um, feeling, feeling pretty good. Uh, but it, it's it's a, a new month of the new year. We, we're officially into February, and who knows what you have up your sleeve. Uh, I have lots of things in my sleeve. Because, Remington, recently, the uh, winter 2021 anime season started up. And as a anime content creator, I, which I, that's what you and I are now by this point, uh, congrats. But you didn't Yay. see yourself uh, doing that uh, back in high school. Yeah, no. Uh, but that's what we are now. And uh, because of that, I try, emphasis on try, to watch as many of the new series as possible. Uh, sometimes I watch them week to week. Sometimes I watch an episode and immediately throw up and want to go away. Sometimes I uh, watch like five episodes of a show and realize, wait a minute, this is awful, and then stop. And sometimes I find a show that I love forever, and it's a great experience. Uh, so I've been going through a lot of emotional flux lately, you could say. <laughs> Is that any different than just how you've always handled it? <laughs> no, but what it does mean is that I have, like, more direction to uh, focus my confusion at. Like, I can be like, ah, it's because of this show and this show is why I'm feeling these things, as opposed to just the random existential crises I get out of nowhere in the middle of an anime season. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, so, good news is, Rem, there are quite a few really good shows slated for this season. Is the bad news that we're not doing those today? Well, I wouldn't call God it bad news, Remington. This motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, there are some contenders for anime of the year. Granted, there's only about uh, three episodes out for any given show at the moment. Uh, so it remains to be seen. We all know what happens at the end of a show when you give it too much hype. It usually lets you down in some way. Uh, that's not a cynical view. That's just the way a lot of these shows end up for me, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but in this case, Rem, uh, I know exactly how I feel about the show, how it's going to go, how it's going to end. And honestly, I think you're going to be able to peg it in one go, too. Uh, because, <laughs> Rem, we've got to jump on this. As far as I know, uh, at the time of this recording, mm -hmm, uh, nobody has made any, uh, nobody like super major, like the big stars of the anime content creating community has made uh, anything on this. Uh, probably because it doesn't warrant any type of creative influence. <laughs> But it's probably like, we're 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 getting in on the ground floor. It's not anything amazing, but we're doing it. Yeah, who knows though? Maybe we'll be the first to make a groundbreaking analysis of this show. Uh, probably not. Uh, but hey, you know, I it's one of those shows that I can just tell that hmm, this is going to be something that people are going to want to roast in the future. So oh. maybe, just maybe, this will be our shot. And as uh as Mr. Manuel Miranda told us, we are not supposed to throw away our shots. Okay, so I I guess the platonic ideal of something like this is, is like you have something so bad it's good, like The Room, or just something so like non self aware, like Sword Art Online, that you can make fun of at every turn. Like mm -hmm. those are those are the two that would be really nice to have. Uh, one of those I could actually enjoy. The other one, well, at least it's good podcast content. <laughs> That is genuinely the idea. Uh, so today, Remington, the uh, uh, 
Oh, oh, it's changed. Okay, cool. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, Rem, the anime that we're going to be talking about today is simply known as X-Arm. X-Arm. Yeah, E-X hyphen A-R-M. As in, oh man, I miss having that arm, but it went off with someone else. Now it is my X-Arm. I cannot believe you just summed up the plot that quickly, Rem. <laughs> That is impressive, Rem. It's basically Parasite if paras- if the Parasite just, like, popped the arm off and then went with someone else. <laughs> it's like, eh, I don't want to hang out with this nerdy kid. I want to be <laughs> with somebody cool and hip who drives I mean, a Ford. With all due respect, cool cars, I think... I don't know. <laughs> I think we can all agree, none of us would want to be a weeb's arm. Like, <laughs> no matter how you feel about weebs, oh. I feel like that is a very non-controversial opinion. Uh. <laughs> that isn't the existence I want to lead. Yeah, I mean, you'd be so scrawny and weak. Yeah, that... <laughs> That, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, the, that's the only. Yeah, that is the main thing I have against that, it. Sean, that's the clearly. main reason. You know that, or just like, uh, it's just so out of shape. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be a good time. You know, that's definitely the best way to interpret that, and it's gonna save us from all the kids that watch our show for some reason. <laughs> uh, but uh, hilariously, Rem, you're actually not too far off. At least I don't think you're too far off. Uh, because currently the show only has three episodes right now. As of a day before this recording, if you feel like dating it yourself. Uh, and I feel like I guessed the plot of this whole show in the first episode. Uh, but I'm curious to see if you'll be able to, uh, or if you think I'm right. But essentially, Remington, X-Arm is uh, about a young man by the name of Akira Natsume. And hey, Rem, you ever read a synopsis for a show you've watched and be like, was that what the show was about? <laughs> <laughs> Already a great fucking start. Uh, because I'm gonna tell you right now, this did not come across in the first episode. Uh, <laughs> but here we go. Uh, so Akira Natsume seems to almost have a phobia of electrical devices, except he's also very good at diagnosing them, as you do with electrical yeah. devices that you're scared of. Oh, okay. Uh, and his resolves. He resolves to change himself for the better and get a girlfriend, much like his older brother did. Oh, okay. Uh, but then Akira suddenly dies in an accident. Oh. Yep, and then 16 years later, a special policewoman and her android partner retrieve and activate a highly advanced AI and super weapon called X-Arm uh, to put into full control of their ship as a last resort. And it turns out the AI is actually just Akira's brain. And this synopsis feels like it was written by a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm, I'm already a little fucked up. You've read this synopsis, <laughs> and I feel like I understand less than I did before. I'll tell you right now, Ram, you have no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Because I was confused reading it. Like... I I you I gen a little peek a little part the kimono here a little bit. Uh, we generally speaking, when I read a synopsis, I read it off of Mal, just because it's a you know it's usually a decent straightforward synopsis. Sometimes I go to Wikipedia, sometimes I go other places. Uh, I could compose my own synopsis, but that would take extra time from watching the show and such, and I'm lazy. Uh, and usually the ones on Mal are pretty solid, but I don't think anybody wanted to put the effort into this one, so it oh, reads. God. It reads a bit childish, uh, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't told you. So, Rem, here's the thing. Normally, I tell you the rating of a show uh, in the post-watching post phase. You know, play a little game. Have you guess what you think the show's going to be rated. Uh, because, you know, consistent uh, bits in a podcast uh, make for good content. Uh, I'm going to switch it up this time around, though, Rem. Uh, rather than having you guess... I'm just gonna tell you what this show is rated before we get oh, into okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, before we before I do that though, little preface. Uh, it is a 100% CG show. Uh, oh, I say 100%. There are some hand-drawn pictures in it. Uh, not animation pictures. Uh, and there are uh some interesting uses of motion tweening. Uh. And some interesting sound choices and some interesting plot choices. Uh, this is a very interesting show, Remington. Uh, and it's so interesting, in fact, that uh, of the people who 
uh, bothered to watch and review all 8,458 of them uh, who have watched and reviewed uh, at least two or three episodes of the show uh, came to a unanimous decision and gave the show a ranking of 2.24. Okay, that okay. Here's the thing. This is very uncharacteristic of me. I'm going to come to the show's defense. All right, uh, but obviously that's heavily slanted even for weebs. I think that once more episodes come out, even if it doesn't deserve, that might be like where I end up putting it. Uh, but that's by far the lowest rating. I think in large part because like the mal waiting system or whatever the fuck you've talked about previously. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that that isn't in play quite yet because there are only a few yep. episodes. Uh, yeah, so you got to take all these numbers with a grain of salt. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think I think I am going to rate it about that level, right? Uh, but when you do these the good old like weeb correction of scores, I don't think that's where it'll end up in the end. You you have confidence, do you? You have confidence that this show will end up much higher than it currently stands. I mean, that's by far the lowest we've ever seen ever on this podcast. We've seen like maybe one yes. four, a, a couple, maybe one five, a couple of sixes, and that's it. Yes. Uh, so before we get into it, there's one more thing I have to tell you. Uh, so you know about Crunchyroll, right? I Yes, I'm familiar. Uh, so Crunchyroll, uh, lately they've been producing anime, and they've had a couple really awesome successes. Uh, this, this this one we're getting into is... this a Crunchyroll original? Yeah. Oh, no. So you got to kind of hold it to a higher standard than you would say mm, a Forest Fairy 5. Oh, fuck. They have a budget, and they... St- oh, God. I, I feel... I'll be honest with you, Rem. I feel like the budget for this show had to go straight to LSD. <laughs> or booze, or some combination of frivolous, mind-altering substance, because I don't think the budget went into the show, Remington. <laughs> I am so interested to see how this goes. I have no, I have very little idea of what to expect, but fuck it, here well, we go. Well, uh, pack, pack some Dramamine for the motion sickness, because we're about to get into it. Let's go <laughs> watch some X-Arm. Hey y'all, in an effort to reduce the number of threatening legal emails we get from both anime studios and music rights holders, we will no longer be including a section from the song's opening or ending song. And we're going to be replacing it with a song specifically commissioned for our use. In the meantime, here's a fun sound effect to signify the passing of time between parts one and two of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after three whole episodes of the the Crunchyroll original X-Arm. <laughs> and Rem, I can't see your face right now, but if it's anything like my face, it has a very haunted look about it. it you know, it has a very, very specific look, and I'll discuss what that look is uh, very, very quickly. But uh, wow, what, what, what a show. What a show. It definitely had moving pictures. <laughs> Well, sometimes. Hey. Sometimes it did. I saw specifically three motion queens. <laughs> All right. So uh, we, we open up with the great inverted catastrophe of 2020. Um, <laughs> Which, uh, weirdly enough, seemed preferable. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, might have preferred that. Uh, and, and you might wonder, what is this inverted catastrophe where people and rocks are floating in the air and there's a lot of lightning and everything is in inverted colors? Do I, no, that's it. That's what it is. What I just described is what it was. That's it. And then they have one shot. Uh, that one still motion shot that they will zoom in and out of multiple times throughout the show. Like anytime they mention this incident, they will go to that still motion shot with generic lightning like over top of this still frame and mm-hmm. just zoom in or out of it. You mean that thing that that one cool sci-fi anime did back in 2001 that was revolutionary for the time? <laughs> it's, it's it's a goddamn masterpiece, Sean. Uh, so we then we we get back to the normal time, which apparently is 2014. We meet our hero who is uh, Akira. Yup. Uh, yup. Which is a bit don't get optimistic about that. That name, y'all. It's uh E. <laughs> Go watch Akira instead, y'all. That's a way better way to spend uh spend your evening. Uh but yeah, so we see Akira and he's at school and his friends are like, hey, look at these girls, aren't they cute? And they show their phone, and Akira faints because he can't look at phones. 
Yeah, and that happened after uh, 30 seconds, I think. Yeah, and I they sort of present it as if he's, like, phobic of technology. Mm-hmm. But he he's not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. He just can't look at a screen for very long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, like, that's not how a phobia yeah because whenever tends uh, to work like i i know that when i'm staring at spiders for you know after after about the five minute mark that's when i start to pass out (laughs) but before that five minutes you are just like oh man i am uncomfortable with this spider around me i would rather not be around this spider that is exactly how i react which is why i always have to look away (laughs) during the she lob scene in lord of the rings So um, then we see him at home with his brother, um, and there's something very jarring about that I noticed at this scene. So everything is in terrible CG, except, oh wait, no, some characters are just traditionally animated. Which maybe, like, Tradi- if you have a still frame of Tra- them... Yeah. Okay, not traditionally animated, but, like, 2D, I guess. Just 2D. They, they are, in fact, cardboard cutouts with lip flaps. Which, which I understand if, like, maybe, maybe like, in the background or something. But, no, you have them interacting and engaging with the CG characters... Uh, there's one scene a bit later where it's like there's three CG characters and then just one 2D character. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so weird. And I don't understand this decision. <laughs> and that's far from the most egregious thing about the animation. That is the tip of the iceberg, folks. Oh, dear God. Yeah, no, uh, in a few minutes, Ram, I'm going to send you screen caps of the manga that this came from, uh, just so you have some frame of reference, but, oh man, uh, this is the fu- the biggest example of somebody fucked up big time, and let, let, Let's just take a moment results. to talk about the, the animation, so I, so I can rant, alright? Yeah, go uh, ahead. So, okay, so, obviously, there's this weird mix, the terrible mix of awful CG and awful 2D, both of which... Uh, once Sean mentioned the mouth flaps, yeah, it's it's like a, a marionette puppet deal where everybody their mouth just goes up and down whether they are two D or three D, and it's the one of the worst things I've ever seen. The then the the facial expressions are also awful. In the intro, right, uh, how it opens up, we have the inverted catastrophe, blah blah blah. Then we get to the op, the intro bit. Um, and the intro, it's just like showing off all of the characters. Right? It'll go from one character to another to another. And immediately, you see these empty, emotionless eyes from anybody because facial expressions (laughs) don't exist in this world. Some of the 2D characters will have a generic facial expression on them. All of the 3D characters will have a blank, expressionless look and wide fucking eyes that are unceasing and unblinking and terrifying. It is it is a void within them. And, and th- that's how they do the intro. Let me tell everyone right now, you don't need to watch any bit of this show. Watch the intro and you will understand almost everything I'm about to criticize. <laughs> they are very upfront. You might think they, they would try to hide it by having a cool intro. Oh dear God, no. They are, they're very blatant with this shit. Uh, but, but once again, that's, it still gets worse because all of the actual animations are janky as fuck. Sometimes the frame rate will just dip terribly. And at first I was like, is my internet connection fucked? Oh no, it just, some scenes have like 10 frames per second for some reason for some of the movement. Uh, which like maybe I would more so understand in the two dimensional bits, but makes no sense with, or makes less sense at least with CG characters. Uh, which like one of the benefits is like, oh, you wouldn't have to redraw them in these different positions, or at least you'd think, right? And so that's terrible. And then even further, the most egregious sin of all, the thing that it's absolute insane. They, you can tell someone from the production team, uh, they, they decided to buy the humble bundle 
uh, After Effects smoke bundle that was that was <laughs> on discount a few uh-huh. months ago. And oh my god, they were like, we spent $15 on this, and I'll tell you what, it's the best purchase in my animation career. Every scene, they'll just have a random layer of smoke, either just directly over the character's uh, with with no bother of like shading it into the scene or even meshing different smoke effects, or it'll be like in front of the background, right behind the characters, never going in front of them. Like it's very layered and awful, and it gets even worse when they try to use explosions in episode three, which are some of the <laughs> worst explosions I've ever seen in my goddamn life. What, what, I, I cannot ram, express ram. this enough. Sean, Forest Fairy 5 had better better animation, and I am not joking about that. That is a true fact. That is a that is genuine. I'm being sincere about this. But Ram, don't you think that lightly orange cotton balls make perfect analogs for explosions? When you smear them it, like paint? Unironically, I think it came from the same humble bundle pack. I I'm not even joking. I think that's where they got it. Uh I remember skimming through that pack. I I, I, I would bet money. I would bet money because it's it's the same generic bullshit. Like, oh my god, what how how much were you paid to do this? No matter what, it was too much. It was too much. It, it was it was so so bad. And then oh god, every every episode has multiple fight scenes. Every episode has multiple fight scenes. Usually between there's an Android girl we're we're about to meet called Alma, right? And she's she her thing is that while well, she's an android, that's her whole thing. And she gets in fights because she's oh so talented and it, it, it's it's like they're fighting through molasses. <laughs> it's it's some of the worst shit I've ever seen. If if you were if you were a WWE fan in like 2004, right? And and if you remember uh, the vast majority of the Divas uh, quote-unquote matches at that time, which thank God have gotten much, much better in in 2021. But at that time, uh, oh, 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 dear God, oh, fuck. That, that's sort of the quality we're dealing with here, folks. It, it just, there's, there's, they're pretending to have action there, but it's so, so bad. Everything in the animation is so, so terrible. When watching, I was like, this, this is just as if a, a teenager created interesting concept art and they were like, all right, cool, that should be an anime. And and then they were like, awesome. Uh, but they didn't like have a, a story or actual animation skills. They just had the still frame of some decent concepts, but they never decided to fix that. They never amended that. Hey, Rem, do you remember what you said in the first half of our uh, our episode? Uh, everything is a blur now, Sean. <laughs> you said that uh, when I told you the mouse score early, you said that, uh, oh, I think it's going to get much higher than that. I st- amazingly, I think it might still get to like four. Oh, uh, I, I don't think it deserves it. <laughs> I don't think it deserves it, but the weebs, Sean. The weebs! Especially, I think it'll get a four because, if anything, whenever it cuts to commercial, uh, the, it, often anime will have those commercial cards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of the commercial cards are extremely horny. Yeah. So, so because of that alone, I think... Oh, and then, like, it, it has some Yuri baiting going on. Yeah. Uh, because they, for an android to plug into... Uh, Akira, who, by the way, uh, to more about the plot, I, I, here, let, let, I'm just going to steamroll right through the plot, if you don't mind, John. Uh, I'm uh, not really going to... you gonna, can call it a plot. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give it a loving touch. I'm just going to quickly steamroll through it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Akira, after talking with his brother, he ends up visiting a gas station. He sees a girl in trouble, like, getting kidnapped by a bunch of guys. He's like, I wonder if I should help. My brother said I shouldn't be such a bitch. So I'm going to do it. He goes and then he gets truck cooned. Um, and, and then he wakes up. Well, then we see uh, some some thieves. These two women, they're stealing the, the year 2030. They're stealing some titanium briefcase. The titanium briefcase, as it turns out, is Akira's brain inside of a, a robotic briefcase thing. That they're like, oh, you are an enemy of mankind. You destroyed the entire fucking world or some bullshit. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Fuck plot. Uh, and it turns out they're the cops and they're after X-Arms, which are devices that are technological marvels that are obviously 
created primarily or at least significantly by Akira's brother. Uh, but I guess we don't know that yet, but we all definitely know that immediately. And, and they're definitely they're, they're, not parts of Akira's body. That's definitely not what's going on. Def yeah, definitely not at all. No. Uh, in instead, you, they're, they're technological devices and definitely not magic items that can do whatever they decide for no reason. Uh... So they wake up Akira and they're like, hey, you're a robot. And he's like, oh God, I'm bad with technology, but I guess, okay. Um, he got over his phobia real quick. Uh, mm. Unironically, they'll occasionally mention that he's bad with technology and that's it. Like that that's the only relevance to that, I guess. Uh, now they're on a boat and there's a mob boss with an X-arm arm and he can he can make shit go through his body but only from the front what do, what exactly does that mean do you mean like the front of his magical arm no oh, don't worry about it uh they fight in a terrible fight scene uh and and then one of the girls gets taken by him the other girl takes briefcase akira into the ventilation fortunately ventilation is where they store a, a plug into the cybersecurity mainframe for the boat so Akira's able to DDoS the ship and then become the ship and then become the android girl. Wh wh what the fuck is going on? Fuck you. Uh, and, and so, so he becomes android girl and he's able to fight better than the android girl who has training. How does he do it? By thinking about Kung Fu. Yeah, that's right. It's the secret, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, so he, he wins. And then we meet, like, the other cops who are like, oh, you're in trouble, but you actually aren't. And that's episode one. Episode two, we, we do a lab, and they're investigating Akira. But not really, though, because they decide to take him out on tour of the city, uh, even though they're like, you're awful and dangerous. They're just like, all right, now come see the town. Uh, there are people who are suicide bombing through their magic powers, um, which is a choice. Um, and the people who are doing it, they're the Ku Klux Klan. You can't call them that. So, so we get introduced to the anti-X-Arm gang and they're like, we got to stop the suicide bombers. So they are like, oh, well, don't worry. We can just capture them pretty darn easily, actually. So they do that. And then they find all of them in a church because they, they've they nonstop been like, hey, we're going to heaven. Uh, and, and then they were finally like, oh, what if they're religious? And that's why they're talking about God. <laughs> Which, oh man, I'm so glad they pieced together that hard investigative riddle. And so the, the priest who's in charge of all of this he he's able to escape somehow don't worry about it uh and they just massacre the church they just kill the clan in the church all of them uh then they they're like oh he's in a helicopter detonating people from above let's get him and so they ride it's a tandem bicycle helicopter to chase him what do I mean by that? I mean, they are, uh, the, the two girls are under the helicopter. I don't, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but it gets dumber because as they're chasing it down, they flip the helicopter upside down and it stays flying. <laughs> do you know how helicopters work? I do. I <laughs> do. You do. understand? Hey, hey your buddy, your buddy Sean Rollins knows how a helicopter works. If you flip works. a, you can flip in a plane. If you flip upside down in a helicopter, you're fucked. You're gonna die. <laughs> There's no hope for you. Uh, but fortunately, they chase him, and then the priest is about to explode, but then they snipe him. Uh, but, but he lives, but he falls to the ground, but then his body is stolen or something. And they're like, oh, someone got him. The next episode, as it turns out, the only way that Akira can now connect to the android girl is if the android girl kisses the other girl. Why? Uh, because Yuri baiting. Uh, we're introduced to an African dictator who did a genocide, but not on any black people. Unfortunately, by the year 2026, there are no more people of any dark hues. There's no melanin in Africa at all uh, from the flashbacks we saw, which once again is a choice. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They decide to sneak in and stop him. 
We had exposition about his maid android. Uh, there's some weird political shit that I couldn't follow, but okay. Android controlled half-ish by Akira sneaks in to the African warlords, Japanese UN mansion, and is they find a bunch of jars full of heads, and then they're caught by the maid android, and there's a terrible fight. And then they leave to protect the others because the others are being stopped by an American who's in part of the UN. And they're, they're getting fucked over. But don't worry, the maid come, the evil maid comes in a, in a mech and saves them from the UN, but also wants to kill them and then bombs them all. And then Akira can't hack, but he actually can. And he hacks in to a, a mech called Ogre. And that's how we ended the episode. And that's it. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? There were multiple times there that you might have questioned if if you missed something in my stream of consciousness. You didn't. None of it makes sense. No. Yeah, no, that, that, I, that's about right to me. What I the think. fuck is happening? Uh, so, Rem. I've lost my mind. Rem, Rem, listen, buddy. Listen, listen. You can hear me, right? Oh, I can't hear Sean. One second. One second. That explains it. Let me it. fix something. Oh, okay, now I can hear Sean. All right. Yeah, if you interrupt, I'm sorry. I was I was in it. You were very in it. I, was I tried talking to you about uh, eight or ten times. No, fuck you, Sean. I was just... <laughs> that's going to be fun for Dylan to edit, I'm sure. Good luck, Dylan. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not doing it again, so <laughs> here we are. <laughs> uh, so Rem, let me uh, let me let me uh, just uh, let me uh, break some things down for you a bit, buddy. Let me go break. for it, Sean. So I sent you uh, just four random pages from the first five chapters of the manga. Uh, notice something about those first five chapters? Uh, they have facial expressions. That, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, also, notice how they all appear to be from the same first episode. Yeah. There's a problem there. Uh, so, I'll be honest with you, Rem. I did a little bit of tinkering, did a little bit of deep diving uh, into this one yep. because I was so fucking curious. I was so goddamn curious on how they fucked this one up. Uh, and the first place you go when you try to figure out what the fuck is going on is the studio that did this. So I looked at the studio. Uh, currently, it's a studio listed as Visual Flight. Would you like to know what anime they have done? Uh, I'm going to guess only this one. That is correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then it's uh, been uh, split between, it's been produced by a bunch of different uh, groups, including uh, Crunchyroll, which, are, which is why we are able to see this today, I'd imagine. Uh, but... A lot of these producers uh, very much seem to have taken the, ah, yes, this manga seems to be doing slightly well approach. Let's give it an anime adaptation. And people are like, oh, yeah, we'll put some funds into this. But somebody somewhere in the process hired these guys. Why? Without, <laughs> without checking any kind of background or anything. It's just like they had some money and they threw it away in the general direction of a studio. It was like, hey, we'll take it. Uh, and they took it and they did something with it. Uh, so, so now the only question is, is it blatant incompetence, uh, nepotism, or a drug front? And it's, it could be any, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Uh, or maybe mix and match. I definitely feel like the entire budget, uh, whatever budget this had, went into that Humble Bundle, uh, as well as straight into uh, a the fucking alcohol fund. Because I, I, I read the first, like, ten chap chapters of this manga, and it's a relatively recent manga. It hasn't been out for super-duper long. Uh, I think there's only, like, 20 or 30 chapters out at the moment. Uh, and all of your issues with the story and plot, uh, they're still there, don't worry. Like, the story of this manga <laughs> is fucking atrocious. <laughs> but at least it's somewhat pleasant to look at until it gets stupidly horny. Uh, and oh my god, you thought, you thought the bad animation was horny, Rem? This story itself is super fucking horny. Like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's made apparent when, uh, so the android I've been talking about, Alma, uh, she has a very scantily clad, nice tight outfit, and when at one point it's like, hey, wanna explain it? They use the, the, I'm gonna say it's like the Metal Gear Solid explanation, it's just like, oh, it's, it's Nanomachine, nice son. Yeah, it, it's just like, oh, you see, it, it's stealthy, and you might think, um, no? <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works at all 
Um, but no, yeah, it's real stealthy when her her naked pale ass thighs are are out for the world to see, uh, and her blinding white hair is out for the world. Yeah. Uh, you so, know. So taking uh taking out aside the uh awful animation, uh, and from the re- reading I did into the story, uh, I figured out what this anime is a combination of. I did. I did a little bit of a bit of a anime math, as you like to do on this show. Yep. Uh, and what this is is it's whoever wrote this. I I don't have the author right in front of me at the moment, but uh, the author of this looked at Akira very obviously uh, and was yep, like, "That's yep. really good. That's sci-fi. That's cool." Then they looked at Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> yeah. But not just like the Ghost in the Shell anime. Not even any like the uh, series or sequels. No, no, no. They looked at the live-action one with Scarlett Johansson and thought. That's the one. Uh, (laughs) And as well as just a good, good helping of what appears to be either a combination of Goblin Slayer and or maybe just a taste of Berserk, but not without understanding what makes Berserk good. Uh, and I know half of those don't make sense to you, but for the people who listen to our show, it probably makes sense to them. What this entire show's like story and aesthetic uh, concept is, is just taking all of these popular sci-fi and pseudo-fantasy stories, mashing them into one loose concept, and then throwing just a little bit of uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution in for flavor. And oh my fucking god, does it not work? <laughs> the the incompetence is truly on on a new level. Because at least we, we, we've seen some, uh, I'm going to call them budget projects. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned the, the most notable earlier, like with Forest Fairy 5, right? Um, Our least listened Forest to Fairy episode, 5, yes. <laughs> Forest Fairy 5 is an abomination upon God. We all agree on that. But it has unironic heart put into it. Uh, Not like quality, but heart. This show does not. (laughs) This show, X-Arm has nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, the first episode is about four chapters worth of content. And I know you don't know much about manga, Rem, but usually the first chapter of manga is uh, two to three times longer than a standard chapter. So it'll be usually a standard uh, weekly manga chapter is about uh, 17 to 20 chapters, uh, whereas the first chapter is usually anywhere between like 50 and 60. Uh, and it took that first chapter plus two chapters to make the very first episode. The the, the pacing was, was awful. Yeah. And... <laughs> I just can't help but laugh at it, Rem. Laugh because that's all I can do to keep myself from saying sane and wondering how this actually made it past anybody's PR. Somebody had to look at this and be like, you know what? Let's, uh, let's approve this. We spent, I don't know how much money, however much it was too much, but let, let's just go through with it. And and the fact that Crunchyroll, like, Crunchyroll's name is now associated with it. Crunchyroll will forever have this attached to it, branded into its chest. And I cannot feel any wor- I feel so fucking bad for it. You have no idea how fucking bad I feel for Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, man, if you need therapy, we'll talk. We 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 will sit down with you, and we will hash it out. We'll, we'll grab a beer together. We'll talk but, about But when it. we sit down, we, we do need to first address Crunchyroll, what the fuck? <laughs> how? Why? What? Because yeah, I think this is a classic case of the four kids mistake. Uh, are you familiar with four kids, Remington? Uh, generally. Yes, yes. Uh, I believe we talked about them in our Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Uh, so back in the day, four kids uh, has made a couple mistakes uh, when it comes to licensing anime. Uh, yep. What they would do is they would just be like, hey, this anime is popular over in uh, in Japan, and it's in Shonen Jump, which is meant for younger audiences, uh, without actually reviewing any of the content. Uh <laughs> And they would just buy a license and produce it. Yep. Uh, I think this is what that is, except just at a different splitting off point. I think they saw the manga and thought, hey, this is pretty good. Uh, and all these guys were like, yeah, we should definitely put an adaptation out. And then they gave their money to somebody else. And that somebody else was like, all right, we need to find an animation studio for this manga. This is a good amount of money, though. We, how much could animation be, really? I mean, animation, that's cheap, isn't it? It's a- you, you know the only way to redeem this, Sean? What's that? Crunchyroll, it doesn't even need to be true. They just need to be like, this is the first ever anime done exclusively via Fiverr. (laughs) 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 And then people would be like, hey, it's janky as fuck, but you know, 
Pretty good considering it's not on Fiverr. <laughs> it's the only way. Oh, God. I feel like that is definitely a possibility because, yeah, no, just like the brief research I did, this studio just shouldn't exist. Like the official X-Arm <laughs> anime site uh, is it's vaguer than the conception site, uh, which if you remember my my journey into that uh, tells you a lot. Uh, go to the staff page, and the staff page, my man, is non-existent, is the way I would phrase it. <laughs> like, because usually a staff page would indicate, hey, this is the studio, this is some of the key uh, people, this is who directed it. Uh, and, you know, it's usually like you could scroll a little bit, because it takes a lot of people to make animation. Uh, I clicked on the staff page for this one, and my phone is not translating it at the moment. Granted, never trust uh, Google Translate blindly for all your Japanese needs, because Japanese is complicated and you're very likely to say something very weird or wrong uh but if i translate it ah uh, yes okay this is all it says on the staff page uh the manga the manga's author uh who it was published by uh the director a man by the name of yoshikatsu kimura uh who really needs to rethink his career ah uh, yes okay uh, i just double checked uh mr kimura's uh credits and hmm, hmm, hmm. This is very interesting, Remington. Would you like to hear what else he's directed? Let Let's hear it. Uh, so in 2011. Uh, oh wait, nope. Hold on. Oh God, recording in a closet is the bane of my existence. Okay, here we go. Okay, so ah uh, yes. All right. So uh, for things he's directed specifically, uh, all all Japanese films, of course, because he is in fact Japanese. Uh, he did one in 2011. That's just called KG. Looks to be some kind of kung fu movie. It's got a five out of ten on IMDb. Uh, oh, perfect. Uh, as well as uh three uh films that just don't have icons on IMDb. Oh. Uh and it hilariously it does not list X Arm in any of these on IMDb, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> and uh he is apparently known for uh whether that's as a cuz he's apparently a screenwriter as well. Uh and his he's most known for a 1999 thing called Hige Clothing, which if I remember correct by Japanese correctly, I think Hige is just beard. <laughs> So, Beard Clothing, uh, which he directed, and a 2009 kung fu thing called High Kick Girl. God. Uh, and that's it for, for, for the director. Uh, and then it just has three more credits, including uh, the series composition was by Tommy Morton. The music was by Sokimura, a.k.a. Oh, God. Uh, F-I-Q-T-I-V. And the animation production is just Visual Flight. So that's the staff page. That is the staff page. Page. That is who worked oh, on this. Oh, God. And when you look there, up... There visual... were just, like, two guys. <laughs> yeah. And then when you look up Visual Flight Studio, there's just nothing, man. There's just nothing. Oh, God. I, they, this episode has me so tilted. I'm so fucked up right now. I don't know, man. I... I, I don't have anything more to say. I've, I've said it all. This is a clusterfuck. This shouldn't have existed in this world. Yeah, yeah, no. All that I can find on Visual Flight from my uh, cursory uh, relookup is... Uh, so Visual Flight is a CG production company, debatable, uh, located in uh, Higashikanamachi, uh, Katsushika, Tokyo, Japan. That's it. You know, if, if, if you think that this sounded funny, just watch the intro, maybe the first five minutes. That's literally all you need. It doesn't get better or more entertaining. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, I've, I, Rem, I'm going deeper. I found, oh God. I found, uh, visualflight.jp. <laughs> It looks like the site was made in 2007. Uh, and granted, a lot of this is tr translated from Japanese. Uh, it's Their tagline is, just make it difference. They did. They succeeded. That they did. Uh, excellent creators and directors gathered mainly in China are planning and producing content every day. Uh, since this establishment has produced CG for various media, such as TV, animation, movies, games, games, machines, exhibitions, web, smart devices, etc. I don't know if I believe you, man. I don't know if I believe you. Because they don't actually... Oh my god, they have... A, I was joking about the timeline, but they were apparently established in 2007. That... That is something else. They apparently have 5 million yen capital. I don't believe them. And yeah, no, I, I'm going to go with that. This is a front company. I, I just can't. I can't understand it, Rem. I can't. This is, this is beyond insane. Here, I'm going to send you this link just because, just so you can see the fuck I'm seeing. Oh, I'm, I'm already exploring it, Sean. Oh, I'm already here. You're already here. So you're seeing. Yeah, I've. 
I have opened up Dragon Project in Unity. That that is that sounds like the prelude to something problematic. Oh no! Um, it loaded. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like it, it's a it's a dragon model. Okay, it's like a bad Dark Souls dragon model. Oh God, I'm looking at it too. What is that? And it has a saddle, I think. I oh, and there are different dragons. Okay, I this will probably all get cut out, but That's fine. like holy shit. That's fine. This is this okay. is for us. This is for us, Rem. <laughs> Oh no, I don't, oh no. I opened up another one. Uh -oh. oh, God, I don't like, I don't feel comfortable with this one. Oh God. Um, this one, it's, it's called dance web. Oh, yep. They, mm. it, it's, they're not dancing, Sean. I don't think you can call that dancing. No, don't click on, don't, don't do it. No, nope. it's a, it, you just molest them mm. and they interact. Ah! Well, so, Rem, I feel like we have discovered a great secret. And that secret is, is somebody horribly fucked up and really wanted to keep some money. Allegedly, of course. Allegedly. We can't confirm or deny that. We are not, uh, uh, in investigators of some sort, but... A fuck up this colossal. I just can't understand it, Rem. I'm 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 tilted. Let let's end it, Sean. Let's end it. We're 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 delving further into the abyss. We've spent five to ten minutes discussing things that probably won't get in the episode because we were just delving really in depth to like their website and bullshit. Yeah. Let's just let's just close it. Yeah, Don, you can edit that however you like. Uh just at the all I will say is, if you look into this farther than surface level, you'll realize that probably shouldn't have uh, contracted these guys for a full animated series. And Crunchyroll, yeah, no. we're here to talk if you are. So I guess my final question for you, Rem, is any chance you want to watch some more X-Arm with me? <laughs> I can't even say it no. straight. <laughs> no, 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 I would not, Sean. Are no. you sure? <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in if you think that anybody on the face of the planet could make a better anime then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on whether that be apple podcast podbean stitcher spotify or if you'd like to help us word of mouth is a great way to do it and if you'd like to support us even more directly, including gaining access to bonus content, as well as having your a name horribly mispronounced by a very depressed Remington, then please he head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext. And Remington, who are we thanking this week before we inevitably off ourselves? <laughs> Yeah, we want to thank all for Bland Bitch for Technos, the Magical Girls. All right, you guys are awesome. Then we move on to our Yandere Rifus, who is something related to XR. I don't know, it hurts us. All right, <laughs> on that list, we have Reverse Kismo Kismo, Redneck Weeb, Kitty, Yuliana, The Booty Knight, Snap Snips, Sean Basement Dweller, who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs, Rollins, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer, Remington is not a man of culture, Fox and Boy, Remington Merrill, ready to be isekai'd, Remhub, put out merch already, I want reasons to give you money, maybe, nothing wrong with having a conversation using the Patreon to shrimp on Hololive, uh, Nick Harvey, Mahu no Pug Tears, Lonely Geek 23, Kazu Morocco, Jax, Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid, Ichigo Simp 015, H Wood, Hey Sean, Togiyami Tawasama, or Amina Kanatana question mark. You already did that answered that one last week. Glenn Michael Dolan! Glames Workshop, you cowards, give me my fucking vampires! Farmer, what do you call a bear without any teeth? A gummy bear, weave. A kid knows best girl. Devin McCutcheon, Darth Pikachu, Dark Swarm 713, Cheese Monkey, Ariel Bird, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alexander Nasi and Senyo. Thank absolutely every single one of you. You all are fantastic. But we move on. We're getting to the boy wizard team. Move on to Hogwarts, Lightyearwood, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Everyone's you're, you're so gonna. You're so out of it, Rem. I'm so fucked right now. I'm so fucked up, Sean. Uh, everyone on this tier is going to get a body part from a Harry Potter character. So, the brown mamba. You get Hermione Granger's hair. Then, Spicy Log Horizon is one of the best written isekai. Use the BS rule hot take. You get Harry Potter's pancreas. Rare, please do more cute girls doing cute things shows Kumiko. You get Malfoy's mouth. <laughs> Ew, Pilkster, ew, the Simpho Gear Advocate. You get Ron Weasley's. Careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> just... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
nose? No, I was doing an alliterative thing. Oh, Ron. Uh, yeah, no, careful. Extra careful. His wiping hand. <laughs> I, but. Uh, Delian, you get Dobby's Derriere. Empty <laughs> the poet. You are going to get Luna Lovegood's lips. Careful, Jesus Christ, careful. I call Bonjour Daddy, you're getting Rubius Hagrid's heart. Enrique Perez Torres, you are getting Neville's nipples. Mmm, mmm, I don't know about that. I've read too many fanfics to know about that, and I don't like it. <laughs> Delina Perez, you are going to get, uh, Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You know what you're getting. No. Dedicated <laughs> uh, Peter Pettigrew's patella. His patella. There. Perfect. <laughs> Easy. Uh, you are going to get Dolores Umbridge's uh, umbilical cord. Oh, God. Thank absolutely every single one. You guys are fantastic. But we finally reach our, our top tier, the Chef and Musco tier. And we're going to do what X-Arm tried to do, but they did it better. Um, Each one of you guys are getting a Shen Gong Wu from Shaolin Showdown. That That is a deep poll, Rem. That is a deep poll. <laughs> I, I'm amazed you're pulling, like, discount Avatar right now. This is interesting. Touchy Diplomat, you are getting the Crouching Cougar, which transforms into a mechanical cougar. Uh, Silicone Spectre, you are going to get... The Golden Finger, which freezes any pointed object in place. Uh, religion out of context, maybe one day. You are going to get, uh, the Ruby of Ramses, which allows the user to levitate targeted objects. Uh, and last but not least, Emoto, Aigao, Uwu, Remy, Oni-chan, uh, Chan, Baka, Baka, There we go. You are going to get the Sweet Baby Among Us. It, it transforms into a big golden baby. I, uh... What was this show? What was this show? Why do I remember this show? <laughs> if you would like to contact us directly, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, recommendation, or Shaolin Showdown fanfiction, you can tweet us at AnyConPod on Twitter or send an email over on to animeanacontext at gmail.com. Shaolin Showdown is my favorite anime. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Do-do-do. When you have it covered, it usually means that I'm covered. And when I'm covered, that means I'm covered. And when I'm covered, that means you have it covered.